0: This week's episode of Roboism is sponsored by Field Notes Brand, USA-made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit FieldNotesBrand.com or 400 North May in Chicago. Thanks again to the Chicago Podcast Co-op for... I can
1: never say it.
0: Really? Really? It It takes 10 takes every time. Me too.
2: I keep on saying (laughs)
1: Chicago Podcast Network. Chicago... Chicago. Chicago Chicagoan... Chicagoan...
2: i'm alex cox
0: and i'm savannah million who are you oh i should say something yeah oh,
1: sure. i am trin garritano
2: hi trin hey <laughs> today we have trin garritano of friendshipping and uh and the director of events at cards against humanity with us yay hey
0: we're talking about gender and droids and star wars yeah
2: <laughs> oh that and sounds amazing i'm so into it this is actually super off-brand for us because they are not robots they're droids that is that yeah. is true that is true
0: but
1: But they do have intelligence and make their own decisions, though.
2: Isn't droids like a subcategory of robots? Um, in the Star Wars universe, robots are different than droids uh, and I didn't know this until our previous guest Brace Pulse, hi Brace, thanks for being on again, hey, hey Bryce. Bryce, I'm gonna cut that out um, <laughs> no, not <don't> do <laughs> he explained, I, I thought that droid was just basically a synonym for robot in Star Wars it's not, um, there are like hospital droids but then there are hospital robots like, it, it's unclear, um, you know those ones that kind of just roll around on the ground and like, run through the hallways. It's unclear if those have sentience, but droids have some sort of sentience or self awareness, but not necessarily uh, like free will. Okay, like so fuzzy. in the Star
0: Wars universe, robots have sentience and free will, and droids no, droid,
2: don't. Dro- robots are like robots that we have today. Like, they're basically the same thing where droids are self aware, but oh, it's unclear okay. how much oh, okay. free will they have because. R2D2 seems to have a fuck ton of free a will. A lot of free will.
1: <laughs> I would absolutely argue on behalf of that for sure.
2: Yeah, but the the droids like in Attack of the Clones that like the battle droids. It's like, well, what you know? They're they're not gonna run into that force field and blow themselves up. Just you know, I, unless they're really dedicated to the um. Send its cause. Maybe but I don't they, think they are. are. There
0: are humans that True. are dedicated to causes to that extreme level. And I
2: mean, I think that you could always argue like how much free will does a human have, too. Yeah. So okay.
1: androids.
2: No, they are not androids. This not anywhere, a shortening of androids. No, everywhere in this well, because it's a galaxy far, far away. So androids don't exist. They're <laughs> just droids. Wait. What? (laughs) Because androids, the idea of androids, they are anthropomorphic. Right. But not all. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, R2D2 doesn't look like a person. uh. Wait, so
1: C3PO is a droid?
2: Yes. Okay. But
1: I feel like R2D2 has the basic uh, structure of a human. Right. Like, she's got a head and she's got, like, a, a torso and she has feet. Like, you could, I think you could make the argument that she's android like.
2: That oh no 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 for sure it's just that in that galaxy there's no such thing as androids um and you also galaxy. have to think that like there are many beings that aren't anthropomorphic to like that's true our galaxy that's so, true. so mm. yeah <laughs> this is so nerdy but you know, now I'm thinking about like
1: the aliens that I have seen in the Star Wars universe and they all have the, have a basic like human, human structure yeah. so I don't know if that you can make that argument.
2: It's it's not so it's not an argument it's just like a fact of that galaxy and and George Lucas' universe. There's no such thing as a fact in Star Wars. I, Ever I since
1: agree. they retconned the whole like Kessel run and what a parsec means and like what Han exactly. Solo did in Kessel run it's like you can literally argue anything.
2: It, it, yeah, and exactly you and you have to Remember, like George Lucas didn't understand speed versus a unit of measurement, so I, he might have just sounded like "android" sounds dumb, "droid" sounds cool, right? right. That could have, like, what well the happened. shit is
1: a Millennium Falcon? It's just like two words that sounded interesting,
0: <laughs> right? Because the their whole universe is based on our understanding of language in our universe, so. yeah. Um, that's complicated. Uh, um wait okay pause for a second did you Alex did you tell Trin what Bryce told us about uh the other droid with R2-D2 in the comic and the the thing of what yes the backstory Okay. Uh, I mean no I didn't no um okay but um so Bryce no so Bryce told us this really cool anecdote and we haven't put the episode up yet but um there was like a comic back in the 80s about how uh it was like a mini comic about when Luke gets R2-D2 the first time and um he like picks out a different droid first, and then touches the droid, and then a few minutes later, the droid dies. Yes, yeah, and that's in there. Yeah, and the, so this comic has uh, the whole backstory about that, where that droid actually was connected to the Force, and as soon as Luke touched it, it knew that if it went with Luke instead of R2D2, the um, the they would lose the fight. That's awesome. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so it uh sacrificed itself, so Luke would have to go back and pick up R2 um oh that's wonderful and then it was canon because it was in the comic and then something got yeah it made it not canon i'll send you the link but anyways again everything in the star wars universe (laughs) can be (laughs) argued because (laughs) Because whether or not it's canon
2: (laughs) because uh, because of the force awakens base all of the novels everything that has come after is no more it's been oh it's just been wiped the slate has been wiped um but i liked the story i know and the reason we wanted to have Trinon specifically is that I discovered that we both thought that R two D two was a girl in our youths, <laughs> and yes. I, like everybody else, has thought that I was like totally crazy. But in the first film, she's never she's never referred to with any pronouns. In the following films, she is, and they say he, um, but sometimes they say they. Like I've been mm-hmm. rewatching them, it's very like up in the air. The, right. the people who are close to R2 say he, and the people who are just like, blah, droids are machines, say it or they, so.
0: Right. Yeah, Trin, can you tell us your like
1: experience watching Star Wars and, and realizing that? <laughs> I did not ever identify with Leia, which Leia is a wonderful character and has like many great qualities and I feel like there's some like Leia hate uh going on uh, just because like she's the only girl in the entire movie besides Mon Mothma, really. <laughs> uh, and uh and so like she has flaws and if you pick up those flaws, like you don't you don't have a choice. Um so for R2, for me, uh that was the character I most identified with. Um, R2 had a mission, um she had goals, um she was very um uh, like neutral good. So, if so, she didn't necessarily follow all of the rules, but she always did the right thing. Um, she lied to people to like make her mission work. Um, that was really, that was really cool for me. Um, I never really told people that I thought R2 uh, was a girl until like recently, because it only dawned on me that other people felt differently yeah. <laughs> recently. Uh, again, I, I totally agree with you. Like, um, she, she's referred to as a he in, like the, in the later uh, two original Star Wars movies, but never with a pronoun in the first one. Um, and she doesn't have the ability to gender herself also uh, with her series of bleeps and bloops. Not everybody can understand those. You don't ever hear her talk. Um, there's never any subtitles for what she says. Um, so in my headcanon, she's occasionally correcting people. <laughs> um, But yeah, she always read as a girl to me. And I've wondered to myself why that is. Like, what signifiers of gender come out to me with R2-D2? And I think uh, a lot of it is, like, just self-identification. Like, a lot of it is, um, like, I identify with a lot of, like, her qualities and, like, things that I want to be. But I think that a huge majority of it is just there aren't a lot of or there weren't because you know awakens comes out and there's gonna be more women in it um there just weren't a lot of uh people for me to like self-insert and identify with
2: yeah i'm surprised you think that she's neutral good because she causes chaos everywhere in the best way like and she she i think it like it is canon that she corrects 3po and um i think i just watched it but on uh dagobah like, do you remember when Luke is trying to, like, get the X-Wing out of the swampy thing? Um, and she's making these comments, which I didn't, like, pick up on as a kid. But, like, with now seeing the prequels, it's like she's frustrated that he can't do it. Because she's seen, like, decades and decades of Jedi do such better things. And he, he w- Luke is just wussing out and, like, can't do it. And she and Yoda actually have, like, this little back and forth, and it's just so cool. Um, Well, I I didn't
1: mean that she doesn't correct anybody ever. I meant she never had the opportunity to correct people about her gender.
2: Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, like, she feels more chaotic good. Like, she goes against, especially in the first movie, and maybe it's just that I see 3PO just as, like, he is no, I don't know, I really, really don't like 3PO a lot, and (laughs) people don't like me for it um but like in a new hope uh like she almost lets luke and leia die like because she's trying to like kill the the um death star and then finally it's like all right i will switch over and then at the last second she saves luke and leia and han when they're in the trash thingy but I
1: don't think that that's on the side of chaos. I think that that's neutral. I think that her mind is on the mission um, and the greater good. And uh, I, fuck, I'd let Luke and Leia die if it meant taking out the Death Star. Exactly. Like, I, oh. Yeah. I don't think there's any purposeful chaos. I don't think that r two like necessarily wants to survive in chaos, even though she does very well. Um, I, I think it's more like whatever whatever works. you know, like like I said, she li- she straight up lies to Luke mm-hmm. like over and over again. <laughs> it's so great.
2: <laughs> like what are you talking about? What recording?
1: silly. <laughs> I don't have a recording. And then she tricks him into taking off the control collar.
2: Do you know what we're talking about? A
1: little bit. Okay. You know. So there's a scene in the in A New Hope. It's a, it's a little bit after uh C3PO and R2-D2 are taken back uh to uh Luke's uh, family home on Tatooine. And uh R2 Gives Luke just a little glimpse of the video of uh, of Leia Organa, uh, you know, pleading to talk to Obi Wan Kenobi, just a little bit, and I really think that she's kind of like baiting him. I think she's like, look at this oh, cute yeah. girl. <laughs> Don't you want to see more of the cute girl? <laughs> I know you farm boys. There's you no know women for like miles and
3: miles and miles.
1: Uh, and, uh, and she's like, well, what if you take off the control collar? Like, what if you take off my control collar and then I can show you more of the video? And he's like, okay, let's try it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he takes off the control collar. And then she shuts down the video entirely. Ha. And he's like, bring her back. Bring up. Bring back the video of the cute girl. And r two's like... What video? What huh? are you talking about? Ridiculous. What? <laughs> and then she runs away the next day because her control collar is off. Yeah. That's awesome. <sighs> Gosh, my heart. <laughs> I'm going to check my heart rate right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pretty ridiculous. Continue. Wait, <laughs> wait, no. This is, this is really yeah, important. Yeah, this is actually relevant. So Trent's yeah.
0: checking her uh, heart rate on her Apple Watch. Uh, this is on brand for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Did 88, you? which is a little high. That's good. <laughs> I, well, I, let's try to get it up higher. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <Dang. laughs> similarly to R2-D2 uh, not being gendered in, uh, up until recently, I guess, um, the same thing kind of happened with BB-8, right? Uh, no. No? Completely different. Yes. She's, she's
1: actively gendered as a girl.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. But not in the marketing
2: is that what's the there's a scandal so there here? Right? Yeah, it's terrible. Um, JJ Abrams and and the people who engineered her, like, speci- like made the puppet, um, specifically said, Yep, BB 8 is a girl and she's going to be an integral part of The Horse Awakens. Um, do, do
0: we know in the movie if she's referred to
2: as a girl at all? Or is that that's not public knowledge I yet? Doubt, I doubt it's going to happen. Yeah. I think JJ Abrams wanted to win points. I, I think that. Deep, deep down, he's probably a good human, but um, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to believe. It's like they say
1: on Bojack Horseman. I don't believe in deep down. I just believe in what people do. <laughs>
2: oh wow. <laughs> well, but that's the thing. He, uh, this might have happened. By by, deep down, I think I mean in actual conversations, not uh publicity statements um but so you believe he's a feminist no 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 i believe believe? (laughs) no no no. i believe that he indeed thinks that bb8 is a girl and maybe bb 8 a girl that's all i'm saying um Uh, he doesn't have a great track record isn't jj
1: abrams like the guy who put all of the women in star trek in mini skirts and like had them all take off their shirts and like basically
2: none of them talk to each other yes
1: okay just so we're clear. Yes. No. <laughs> that I is am,
2: who we are. I am not saying that J.J. Abrams is a feminist. A okay, feminist. cool. Cool. And but anyway, maybe he's No, no, no. Changed? Maybe. What? I, maybe he's changed? Is that I'm, what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> no I'm okay. not saying that either. <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that he, like, he, I don't think he would have any reason to say that, that BB-8 was a girl, unless in his mind, that is who the character was. So I don't think it was, like, a oh, yeah, let's empower the droids and, like, they choose their genders or anything. Um, but, like, it is canon that BB-8 is a girl uh, and from, like, the producers as well. It's not just coming from him. He probably he probably didn't even decide it. It just, he, it, like, happened and he's like, all right, BB-8's a girl. It just came out in, like, some press release. But then uh, the guy who is in charge of Star Wars, the same, not the same guy, he's, he's about as evil as the same guy who controls controls marvel at disney like he controls all of star wars and he actively made sure that that she would not be gendered in (laughs) no one can see my air quotes but (laughs) you can hear them um that she's not gendered on any product like i remember um the the, there was these these tweets from target that were
1: like all these these toys at target uh and none of them included (laughs) ray like none of them had a statue of of the girl from the movie which isn't she like the main character yep yeah Absolutely. And I too, I was like, where's Ray? Like, what's, <laughs> what's going on here? Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it, uh, but I do. Uh, it's the same reason that um, Joanne K. Rowling goes at J.K. Rowling. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason that uh, books, book covers are so gendered, uh, depending on who the main character is. Uh, it's, it's just all about boys will never want to play with girl stuff, but girls have to deal with it because this is the world that they live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would be so significant if bb8 was a girl and and i have had this conversation furiously a couple of times um, with men who are like so so one thing one thing that people men have said that uh was very frustrating to me was why is why does it matter why is it significant like who cares and it's like well there's a whole lot of reasons why it's matter why it matters there's a whole lot of reasons why we care but like I, i guess i can't make you internalize that um but even, also it's like not your job
0: to have to teach people like. Right,
1: right, right. <laughs> I, and it's also uh, not my job to tell somebody why something is important to me. Like they should just like trust me that it is. Right. Uh, uh, and the other infuriating conversation I had was uh, well, it's so lame if she's just made a girl. Like, it would be cool. I guess if she, <laughs> totally serious. This is a t- somebody tweeted this at me. Uh, I, I, it'd be cool if she like she chose it. And I'm just like, but that's how humans typically work. Like, like I hope that this person uh, recognizes like the gender, uh, like the gender variants that there is in the world. Yeah. Because they very clearly are like, well, being given a gender sucks, and it's like, yo, yeah, no, you're totally right. <laughs> you're, I totally agree with you. <laughs> You're not wrong here. Uh, but it's a droid. Uh, and uh, that's just kind of the way uh, things are. Man. So. Yeah. Made me sad.
2: Mm. I am prepared to walk out of the theater mid-film. Like, I'm not ready for um, another... Uh, Queen Amidala. Yeah, I'm Dalla. not ready for another Queen Amidala. Just right. can't. Can't do it. Tell me
1: your feelings on Queen Amidala.
2: Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, your face right now. Okay. She makes no decisions at all after the first film, other than to fuck Darth Vader.
1: Yeah, it's really like they give up. When I say they, I mean, like, the patriarchy that controls Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they they try, and they're like, yeah, a lady right here. And then it's like, oh, but but she's really mm. a sexy lamp. I think it's so interesting how um, Princess Leia was a more complex character who made more decisions, you know, in the Mm 70s and 80s than Queen Amidala was. And there's, like I said, like like I kind of mentioned earlier... Leia is controversial in uh, in the sphere of like you know women talking about films. Um, she puts the rebellion on hold to go save her boyfriend. <laughs> you know, like that's like kind of not a, a super uh, good move. Um, <laughs> but you the, the the very fact that the first time you ever see Leia is she's hiding secret stolen plans on a droid and then shooting stormtroopers. That's really significant. And at the same time, looking like feminine, which I think is um, a really was probably a very shocking juxtaposition back in the day. Um, And for now, it is it is less so. I think when we watch, you know, uh, episode four for the first time and see Leia on screen, everybody's like, oh, it's Leia. Um, But that's really cool. Did you guys ever see um, the old audition tapes for Princess Leia? Like people who did not get the role? No. No. It's so great. You should Google, you should Google it. Um, we'll link to them in the show notes. So there's these old audition tapes, um, and I believe it's on some like special features uh, DVD or something, uh, of all these people auditioning for the role of Princess Leia. And none of them are taking it the way that Carrie Fisher does. Carrie Fisher acts like she's a senator. Like, she's a woman of power. She takes all of her lines very seriously. And then there are, there are people who are reading the role like she's ditzy or trying to be really cute all the time and, and that kind of thing. Um, and I think that it's significant that Carrie Fisher, like 5'2", or whatever the hell she is, <laughs> um, they hired such a commanding presence for this role. And yes, it was the one role for women in Star Wars, but I think that it, it's still significant
2: and good. I love, love how Leia is introduced. I think it's like, it's one of my favorite parts of the entire series. Um, but I think that once people realized that it, it was also super empowering, but it also became just like a turn on for a bunch of dudes. Like, oh, look at this pretty girl in this dress. Who's shooting. Yeah. And then it kind of... Actually, until Slave Leia, she wears like sensible clothes. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like Leia's character development sort of goes downhill, and not even counting the like going to save Han thing. Um, but it's she she falls into the stereotype of like, ah, oh, I'm just gonna bait the handsome man and bait the uh, handsome man, Han. I really hate Han Solo. I, I don't hate him
1: like so much. So they they have a lot of great moments in their relationship, but um, there's a few like rapy moments too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, and of course I'm not saying that her character is perfect, and I think you can make arguments either way. Um, but I do think that she was more progressive as a character than as, than Queen Amidala. Um,
3: oh yeah, sure. which is very yeah. upsetting.
0: Oh yeah, extremely. <laughs> Um, Trend, do you have high
1: hopes for the new movie being progressive? Well, so it actually already exceeded my expectations in a couple of ways. Um, I remember when the first like casting list came out and it didn't include um, John Boyega. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Uh-huh. It didn't include the lady character either. So I was coming into this being like, oh, the, God, it's going to be all white men again. Fantastic. You know. Uh, so already so it has already exceeded my expectations, which were incredibly like unbelievably low, right <laughs> um, I do not ever walk into the movie theater thinking that something will meet or exceed my expectations. I think that that's really setting yourself up for disappointment <laughs> yeah uh and i and I'm also not going to walk in expecting. A feminist film, which I think is is a weird term to use because I don't really think that any one work of art can be feminist or not feminist, and that's a whole conversation for later. Um, i'm I'm not going in with any expectations. Uh, I am I'm thirty, so I saw episode one, two, and three in the theaters at midnight shows. And I remember when I saw episode one, I came back to school the next day, I think I was like twelve. I was walking the track at Bartino Junior High with my friends, and they were like, oh, you went out to see Star Wars last night, like it was super cool to them, because uh-huh. I was like, you know, we got to go out late. They're like, was it good? And I was so in- wholly disappointed by that film that I was angry the entire day, and I couldn't even bring myself to say that I disliked the movie. I was like, you're just gonna see it for yourself. <laughs> no. So I'm going in with that expectation. of i'm going to see a star wars movie i'm excited to see new content but good or bad i i don't have any any read on on that
0: it's really frustrating how much they've like by they i mean the world has uh numbed feminist women into um like experiencing new things it's just you either i don't know like we talked about this when we talked about magic mike it's like that that movie shouldn't have been as good as it is
2: have you seen any other star wars films
0: yeah, but not in order, and so long ago, and only pieces of them. So I, I have like I remember there's like a scene where R2D2 is like fighting people with the lightsaber, uh, and I thought that was cool. What? Right? Right? She's fight. There's this. Uh, there's a fight scene. Where right? she has a lightsaber. Someone does not R2. I remember seeing this in theaters.
1: R2D2 does tase people. Maybe
0: that's what it was. But there was like a scene where she's she like fights someone. Yes. You guys are looking own. at me like I'm crazy, and I have this memory in my head.
2: I would love it if that... I, I mean, she shoots out lightsabers. Like, she has a little lightsaber port.
1: Uh, It looks like Maybe? episode three, she takes down two battle okay, droids. Okay, so I found the same
0: video, but no, this is a different thing. I'm going to find it and send it to you guys, because it's oh, like right. one of the few things the, I can She remember. has the
1: jetpack in, in episode three. Ugh. I don't know. Christ. <laughs>
0: I, sorry yeah so no limited star wars knowledge i figured it would be okay because i thought uh, if you guys went off on like extreme tar- star wars knowledge tangents i could bring you back down so our other non-star wars <laughs> listeners would know what you're talking about but you i think you kept it pretty grounded because i understood what you're talking about like the whole time so it was good
2: we did it good job us yay Is there anything else you'd like to say about Star Wars trend? Oh uh, oh
1: gosh what a big question (laughs) Uh, there are always things that I want to say about Star Wars but thank you for having me on thanks for bringing all your Star Wars knowledge to the podcast. No problem and after the podcast I'll show you I actually have a framed picture a portrait of R2D2 hanging above my bed (laughs) I Um. I actually have two portraits of R2D2 in my home and I feel like that's probably too many. No.
2: (laughs) Wow I guess not (laughs) okay. Uh, Thanks Thanks again to our sponsor this week, Inventables, uh, especially Carvey. We had a Carvey in the office the other day, and I got to see it work, and it's super, super cool.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, it was really impressive.
2: Um, and also to Claire Friedman and the Chicago Podcast Co-op for being so awesome.
0: Thanks, Claire. Yeah. Thanks, th- Claire. If you're thinking about starting a podcast and you want help, you should reach out to us. Um, I'm at Savannah Million on Twitter. And
2: I'm at Alex Cox, and both of us and our robot friend are at RoboismCast. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, we want to give a shout out to both Friendshipping, which Yay. Trin co hosts with Jen Bain. Yay. Friendshiping is amazing. You should definitely be listening
0: to it.
1: Uh, And if you want to follow me on Twitter, I am at Trin and Tonic, which is like gin and tonic, but with a me instead of a gin. And then if you want to follow uh, the podcast that I'm on uh, with Jen, Friendshiping, you can follow us at Jen and Trin. And Jen has two N's and Trin only has one N. And the extra N in Jen stands for gender. In Star Wars. Alright, I'm Alex Cox and I'm Savannah Million. And I'm Tren. Thank, Thank you, you for listening. listening.
3: Yeah. Crashing down, I'm opening up a bee. Less than three, my life. I have places to go, people to see. I should be optimistic. Love the wires inside.